Hello and welcome to the Growing Happy Families podcast, where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick and work out what helps you to get along better. This podcast is in no way an expert directive on how you should be parenting your children. After all, you are the experts on your family. But it is my sincere hope that you might hear something that helps you feel supported and understood as you go about the business of raising your next generation. My name is Kim Leone, and I'm here today talking with my lovely co-host and pal, Mari Perks. We are. So, Kim, so this is our first podcast, and you are going to tell us a little bit about... Well, basically, to start with, why a podcast called Growing Happy Families? Hmm. Well, I, as you know, but probably listeners won't know, I have been doing family work, parenting um, work since probably 2000. So quite a long time. And I came to it because I had a young family at the time and although I had other children when I got to the the third one I sort of thought you know what I think there's something that I could be doing differently and found this parenting um, workshop that was going on and and really discovered that it was a it was something about me that I needed to do rather than something about me trying to do with the children to make them different. And that kind of started a real journey off for me. And through the 20 years that I've been practicing um, as a parent educator, which is what I do, I run workshops for parents. um, I think a podcast came up when we started having conversations and and between us kind of realized that there was a lot that we could put out and hopefully would be useful to um, other people. And a podcast is a really great way of doing that, especially in lockdown when we couldn't meet up. Um, and I suppose that's where the idea kind of grew out of this kind of idea of, well, we're in, we're in our rooms in various different parts of the country and we have a recording machine and, uh, you know, a way of recording whatever we want to talk about. But let's just, you know, let's just look at what we can do that would be helpful for other people in lockdown, perhaps, because it's been a really difficult time. So mm. that, that's podcasting. That was. Yes. Really. Yeah. And you kind of almost answered what would be my next question about. And I know we had had conversations beforehand about the why now Mm. um and I guess for me that's something to do with our journey as well but but if somebody says it so so Kim why why now why a podcast now at this Mm. time well I guess it has been milling around in the back of my head so I'm also a counsellor therapist and I so I work one-to-one with people a lot of the time and and don't get me wrong that is really really important work and I love doing it but I was kind of looking for a way that I can help or put out stuff more, you know, to more widely. Not that I think it is the way that people should be doing parenting, but 
but it sort of seems to me that there's um there's a lot of need for people especially now there seems to be a lot of anxiety about am I good enough am I doing it right you know what would other people think and so it felt really important to kind of try and get it out get something out there that will enable people to start thinking hmm that's a different way of thinking about parenting or that's a different way about approaching this bit of it and maybe maybe I can you know maybe the way I am doing it needs to tweak or maybe the way I'm doing it is actually just right for me and so I I wanted I wanted to bring that out to a wider audience and so now because when we went into lockdown in March that suddenly seemed to um, close everything down in such a lot of ways obviously you know, we weren't allowed to go out. We couldn't mix with other people. There was all sorts of talk and reports on the news about um, domestic violence going up and children in need being, uh, you know, kind of really at risk. And and it seemed like there was a lot of parents in need as well. Mm-hmm. And so that really got me thinking. So now, because it's taken me since March to kind of, get some more ideas together or get the ideas together and have a conversation with you which which has enabled it to grow into something that feels really really important to put out there so now also because it looks like coronavirus isn't going to go away next week Mm. or even possibly next month or next year who knows so rather than sit there and wait for things to go back to normal I thought why not? Let's do it. Let's put a podcast out and see what happens. And if it helps a few people, I will be very, very happy. Yeah. I think what's really interesting, what I know that people will find out about you is that you're actually quite passionate about this subject. Definitely. And and what I picked up in one of the things you said there earlier is that, if I heard it right, is that in a way, what you're saying to people is that if as adults, parents, and I would even hazard helpful to people caring for children or teaching or whatever, um, that it's about the adults looking at the way that they interact with children, the way that they um, parent them or teach them. And, and I'm particularly interested because I know people who are in the gentle parenting movement mm-hmm. um, and and that has echoes and resonates a little bit about the convers- what I've heard from you in the conversations that we've had. Mm. And so it's it's really I wondered if you could kind of expand a little bit about why why this subject, what is it of all the things that I know that you do, this is the one that you really want to get out there in a podcast yeah, that's a really good question I think as I say it goes back to you know when when I was when I was a kid I was parented one way by my pair well I guess it wasn't even one way because my mum and my dad had very different cultural backgrounds we came from a mixed race family so there were very big differences in how we were parented because they each had their different models and I think this is something that's really come to mind as I've grown up as a parent educator that and my grandmother on my mother's 
sort of mother lived with us for a very long time when we were little. And so there was a third mother parent kind of model in the house. And, and I think that that a made for mixed messages a bit for us as children, but it just made me think even as a little person, you know, there, there must be an easier way of doing this. Um, that doesn't involve, you know, being told off, punishment, being um, what felt to me like being kind of um, rejected and, and pushed out and not belonging in that family. So my my sense that I grew up was always the need to belong was really, really important. And when I started my training in counselling and uh, therapy, it was within the Adlerian psychology movement. And Alfred Adler was one of his big things was we all as adults, children, whoever, we all live in a social world and we all need to belong. We need to feel like we are part of that world and that we are accepted and, you know, within that framework. And it's, it's, it feels soul crushing actually to not be connected to, to other people and so bringing that back to lockdown lockdown has we use the word social distancing and that to me it's it's awful because it's cutting us all off from that connection that we really need and for children I think that's crucial it's so crucial to how they learn to be in the world and to be adults as well so the model that the little ones are getting at the moment is very fractured and very confused and very uncertain. And that makes for people who are anxious. It makes us all feel anxious, grown-ups as well. Mm. So um, I don't know if that answers your question fully, but... I, I think it does to a degree. And actually, what came out of that is something we were talking about earlier is... is um, the word encouragement as well as being mm. connected. Yeah. Um, and I think kind of paraphrasing what you said to me, maybe you could enlarge on it, is that it only takes a little bit of encouragement from a person each day mm. for a child to feel encouraged in spite of anything else that might go on. Yeah. But by the same token, that it, it only takes one word of discouragement for a child to feel crushed and overwhelmed and discouraged, yeah. at, at least for that one day. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess that kind of broadens it out, that we're not just talking about the parents. Again, we're talking about grandparents. We're talking about the wider family and wider society. So sure. I, I guess this growing happy families isn't the, the, that phrase comes to mind that it takes a village to raise a child. Yes, I love that. Um, I love that. And I wondered whether that kind of windy question gives you an opportunity to speak on on encouragement and and the wider family yeah it really does because I think that phrase I do really love that phrase it takes a village because it is we are all a part of and joined up within and families need that support of others around them um, in order to have the resilience and the you know the resources to to help bring up their children in in a you know in the way that makes the, it good for the children not good as in oh we had lots of toys and 
all that kind of stuff but that we felt secure that we felt safe and that we belonged and and that we had um a value within the community that we were wanted and loved and cared for i think that's so important and encouragement is part of that in in adlerian psychology we use encouragement in a very specific way which i'm sure we will spend some time talking about mari <laughs> <laughs> But I think in terms of what you're saying, you know, what you're asking me, the question is, encouragement is about giving courage, not I'm going to jump on my big white charger and wear my armour and go off and fight dragons, although perhaps one day we will. That is, you know, it's everyday courage. It's the kind where you get up out of bed and you brush your hair and wash your teeth and go to work. And that everyday stuff that we just need to be able to get up and face the world and it, it can be really difficult when things are hard and for small children especially because they don't have all the experience to understand and make sense of the world um, as we now find ourselves in um, and so encouragement just drip feeds that little bit of courage the bit that lets them get up every morning and the same can be said for grown-ups as well. And whether that be a parent directly or, you know, teachers at school, what a massive job they have in trying to kind of extend what parents do in, in the classroom and in the school environment, especially now when they probably have more contact with the children in a way than we possibly do at home mm. in some ways you know, and a really, really important role. Um, so encouragement is, a, is just a way of helping each other, holding each other up, you know, and giving us resources to carry on for today, get through today, get through tomorrow. Mm. So it's not so all bells and whistles and, you know, trumpets and ticker tape, but it, it's, it's not that kind of encouragement. It's much more low-key a meaningful if I could be so bold as to yeah. say. I think so so I've heard encouragement, connectedness and value. Mm. And and what what I'm aware of sometimes, um, and I'll talk later about my work, is that sometimes we can be involved in parenting children by encouraging the parents of their children yeah. so I'm sure I mean I, I I'm of, of a an older generation I certainly remember as a young parent people offering to smack my child for me <laughs> as if mm. if I'm not going to do it I'm I'm certainly not going to give away that privilege to somebody mm. else so what in, will you be talking as well maybe about how as a society we can support and encourage parents and give them courage to be, I don't, I don't like to say good parents to their children, effective parents Yeah, I to think the so. children they're raising. Yeah, I mean, it would be very much my hope that we can help within our conversations, that we open things up. I don't, and, and I think I said this in, the, in my kind of introduction at the very beginning of the podcast, but I, I don't want to be thought of as the expert who says what I must do, you know, people should do or must do. 
I just want to be able to air some ideas that will maybe enable people a to see where they're going well and things are you know and things are really good and then to also offer encouragement where things are a bit of a struggle and offer also a few alternatives maybe to different ways of looking at things reframing things thinking about them just so that people can go okay let's try this instead let's try this other thing and see how it goes because it would make me feel better and therefore hopefully I can you know use it to make make it better for mm. the kids too that would be my sincere hope yeah and I and I think I get a sense of not just that you've read the books and done the studying, but actually you're talking from life experience, you know, that you have, as a child, you've noticed, and, and again, I've, I've done Adlerian training, as experienced Adlerian training as well, and now he's very mm. much about, you know, looking back at childhood with people and saying, so what was your experience of being parented and, and how does that affect you in being a parent now? Um, so I think that for me, that's really valuable that I, I, and of course I do know you better. So I have the, the privilege of knowing bits that other people don't know yet, mm. but knowing that you're not just speaking from books and PowerPoints and things, but you're oh, actually no. speaking. And you've also mentioned raising your own children and how the little light went on and said, Oh, actually, do you know, I'm, I'm curious about how I might do this differently. Yeah, I I certainly did, you know, and I made my fair share of mistakes as well. I'm certainly not going to say I'm an expert from that point of view either, because it was really, um, you know, in the trenches kind of work, you know, working in progress, seeing what went on, making mistakes and going, well, that worked really well, didn't it? No, um, let's try it some <laughs> somehow differently. Um, so, it, yeah, I worked with my children and and I think, you know, despite the fact that probably, you know, the elder ones missed out a bit because the younger one was, you know, she was only a baby when when I learned about all this. So she was kind of my my little experiment, I guess, in some ways. But I think it did help me to parent the older ones better as well. Um, we'd have to ask them, I suppose. But it also meant that when I went out as a parent, educator I was not just talking from the books mm. and from the um, theory I had actually seen these things in in real life and was able to encourage those people to use it in real life and to get feedback mm. so we kind of worked on it together as a team and there's the village there's that there big, is but, but I also love actually, and we are just kind of pulling to a close on, on this section, mm. um, but I like the fact that you've said in different phrases, but I'd like to bring it in a sentence, I'm not the expert, I'm still a work in progress. Mm, absolutely. I, I don't I think, think that will ever change. No, still learning. Yeah. Always something new to learn. But, absolutely. But also very generous in sharing your your received wisdom and what you've picked up along the way yeah well thank you for saying that I, I I feel like it is just such an important thing 
to get out there you know and if if it helps people then it's a really important thing to do um to give other people hope that's something that i as one of my values i suppose is that i hold hope i call it holding hope for people who are really suffering challenges and really struggling to make sense of the world and holding the hope is the way i do that both for parents and for for clients you know one to one but to to be able to get through a difficult challenge is i sometimes think we need we need help we can't do it all alone so that's what i hope oh. this podcast will be another another way of doing really is kind of giving mm. some hope out there to people so. well well thank you for that introduction today and i for one am really looking forward to the next installment to find out a little bit more about growing happy families thank you so much kim thank you and thanks for uh yeah being my partner in all this it's going it's going to be you know i think enriched by the fact that we're doing it as a again as is more of a village feel than a i'm going to stand up and get on my soapbox kind of thing so thank you as well and yeah look forward to next time oh pleasure okay so that's it today thanks for listening we hope it's given you some thoughts and ideas to help you growing your happy family and we'll be back soon with another episode thanks to mari for co-hosting mari's got a podcast as well called intentional conversations about counseling and therapy and thank you to mick parks for the musical contributions that are on here too If you'd like to know more about the ways that we could work together or you'd like to give us feedback about the podcast or suggestions for uh, future episodes, please go to our website at heartfeltthinking.com. And my name is Kim Leone and this has been the Growing Happy Families podcast where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick and work out what helps you to get along better. See you soon.